Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. All right. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is... August 23rd, 2020, Sunday. We've got uh, some things to talk about. Uh, I've got a new interview that has just gone up uh, that I was actually um, involved in with a blog called The Drinking Life. Uh, Invited me to discuss the ongoing Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington death investigations. So I do want to thank Rob over at the Drinking Life blog for having me. Appreciate it. Had a real nice chat with you. That uh, basically hour long or so discussion is now on YouTube. So if you visit my site, randyrocketcody.com, you'll be able to find that link there. Or if you just... uh, if you just uh, if you go to YouTube and you do down the rabbit hole with Randy Rocket Cody, <clears throat> you'll find it there. So, uh, but like I said, it was a great uh, discussion that we had about uh, the ongoing Pedogate scandal, how it all relates to uh, the former Soundgarden and Lincoln uh, Park uh, vocalists, and so uh, you know. Basically, it's just uh, another way for me to get the word out there now, you know, to the, to the world about what's going on. The Drinking Life blog is based in Switzerland. So, again, it's just all about trying to, to get the word out all around the world about what's happening. Because it, it, it's not just a problem here in the United States of America. It's this human trafficking situation is a problem all around the world. So wherever you are listening to this, whatever wherever you know country you're in, I guarantee you that human trafficking and sex slavery and all this stuff that the elite are involved in, it's going on where you live. All right, well, uh, let's go ahead and get to some of the uh, most recent stories posted at the Melden.com site before we get rocking with some music. We have Behemoth is set to perform... Uh, a virtual concert that will be September 5th and that will ha- uh, be broadcasting from a secret church location. Quiet Riot's drummer Frankie Benali has died. Rest in peace. Frankie Benali has passed away after a hard-fought battle with pancreatic cancer. Uh, the longtime Quiet Riot drummer passed away on Thursday August 20th, at the age of 68. So just want to uh, send condolences out to Frankie's family and friends, bandmates, fans all around the world. I remember uh, getting into Quiet Riot, man, when they were first, you know, breaking big back in the early 80s and just loving them, man. So real sad to... uh, to hear the news about Frankie Benali. You're going to be forever missed, brother. 
Rest in peace. All right, Carcass has debuted a new song. And uh, that'll be, uh, they've got an EP that's planned for this fall. So they've just uh, released this new uh, cut, The Living Dead, at the Manchester Morgue. So check that out. Phil Annette, uh, Songs for While I'm Away trailer. That's the vocalist, late vocalist from Thin Lizzy. Uh, it's an upcoming documentary, so this is a trailer you can check out. Anthrax has posted a time quarantine performance. Really cool. Real jamming. And that's uh, it's part of the 30th anniversary deluxe edition for uh, Persistence of Time. And that's, uh, that's available now. We got uh, Steel Panther played a virtual concert. Steel Panther uh, jammed their second virtual concert event, Rock Down in the Lockdown. That happened on, uh, this was past uh, Sunday a week ago on August 16th. That was uh, streamed live globally and is now available on demand through August 31st. So you can hit a, a link and there's actually a clip that you can check out from the concert as a preview. All right, well, that rounds out uh, the latest news. And if you just keep uh, updating, uh, you know, if you keep checking out the melden.com, you'll see that we always are updating, you know, the news stories and putting out new reports. Uh, I will be going back on the radio in uh, the first part of September, the first Thursday, which is September 3rd, on WQEE 99.1, Rise and Shine Morning Program on the radio with host Ryan O'Neill. That's 99.1 WQEE. And we'll be discussing the Titanic, of all things. And that was something that I had got a little bit into in terms of uh, investigating that whole uh, tragedy. And so that will be something that we'll be talking about my most recent findings in that investigation with the Titanic. So if you're taking a, any kind of a boat trip or anything like that, or gonna be on these big cruise ships, <clears throat> you probably don't wanna read my, my next report on the Titanic, because it's gonna be brutal. There's a lot of bad stuff that went on there, a lot of corrupt things that went on. And the again, the, the, the people at the, at the bottom of the totem pole, the poor people suffered. So, so nothing, nothing has changed, but it's a real, real shocking story. So definitely uh, make sure to check that out. There will be a special rebroadcast, uh, like always, <clears throat> that's available if you'd miss a live feed of me on the radio. On September 3rd. Okay, so uh, just want to say thanks to everybody who's been supporting the Melden.com and supporting my work at RandyRocketCody.com. And you know, I just appreciate everybody who's you know gets the word out and spreads the word, however you might, by just even sharing sharing one of my posts or 
you know, you, you know somebody that would like to interview me or you'd like to interview me for your blog or whatever, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to be a major rock radio station. You know, I'm open to talk to anybody. If, you, if you've, if you're interested in it and you have some, a, a platform that you can, uh, that you can leverage to get the word out somehow, I, I, I'm all for it. So if you have any, uh, suggestions or ideas for any, you know, stories for me to uh, investigate or, you know, you want to interview me, you can just contact me at my email, which is themetalden at gmail.com. All right, let's get rocking with some music. I was, uh, right. We're going to get everything right now. This is, a. Uh, Carrying on with a thing from the album, this is what we wrote ourselves. Big deal, big deal. This is called Dazed and Confused. when I send you the Try to love you, baby, but you know what you're gonna do. 
wanted a woman never fucking for you. Take it easy, baby, say what you will. Talk wax so much when I send you the bell. That's a part of this as well. That that um, that is kind of what's what's been said about Podesta and his farm that he has, um, and some of these other billionaires, uh, large properties, including Wexner, that they play this game where they uh, let let these abducted kids um, are basically hunted like for sport, you know, and the kids are, are sent out to, to run for their lives and, and they get they go after them, and so uh, it's very freaky, man, very freaky. When, when, yeah, when, it, when it, you're, if you ever seen Eyes Wide Shut, the movie by Stanley Kubrick, yeah, definitely. I mean, when you're when you're around these people, and these are people of high social uh, standard and, and status, you know, many of them are doctors and, and judges and um, whatnot. These people, though, you know, they'll they'll show up to these Illuminati parties with you know these these masks on, and and again, that ties into everything that we're going on right now with the coronavirus. I believe, I believe it's just all uh, a big sham. I believe uh, that the whole thing is being used to strip away more rights from the people. And uh, you see, I, I get off sidetracked from that, but that's who's involved in this because we have a gentleman. This is a very important thing to, t to tell, your, to tell uh, the audience here. You've got to listen to this guy's story. His name is Tony Rodriguez. That's uh, with an S, not a Z at the end. He is supposedly a, a satanic ritual abuse survivor. He's gone on YouTube now in a recent... Uh, Past couple years, most notably, and done some fantastic interviews that you've got to you've got to see. So you just uh, put UFO next to his name, and you'll you'll find some of these uh, things to watch. But he's supposedly a survivor of the Twenty and Back program, which is is the secret space program. Um, that's basically where he was taken, um, which is a very rare thing to happen in his situation because usually they don't take outsiders in like this. When he was very young. He pissed off a member of the Illuminati uh, whose son was in his classroom. And at a some sort of parent meeting or something like that, they came head to head with this kid, this Tony Rodriguez kid. He used to bully the, the kid whose dad was a part of the Illuminati in some form or another. And and uh, the next thing you know, he, he Tony gets a visit from a gray alien in his bedroom. And he was abducted. And he says that he spent uh, numerous years uh, in the 
Northern California, which is where the Zodiac murders took place, um, on a very rich person's property at, at points chained up with other kids on the lawn where they were ritually raped, basically. And this is before he was sent off. This is his story he's, t he's telling. He was sent off to Mars and, and to the moon. And so this is a this is a heck of a story to take in. He this guy's going around people because he's going to start to hear more about him because he basically is absolutely backing up everything that I said in terms of he he he'll talk about the same because he's gone through it. Now he supposedly returns. You're probably asking, well, how where is he? And what is he still on Mars? He was. This is what he's saying. He's saying that they have the technology available. That they could reverse his age because he aged. He was there from he was from nine years old. He was taken, and he was there for an X amount of years. Uh, twenty years is what he was. He was twenty nine when he was done. Twenty and back program. At the end of that twenty years, he said he zapped back into his nine year old body in his parents' house at the kitchen table. And that's and and his consciousness, although he was now a little kid again. And back in, 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 in you know, in, 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 this, uh, in this dimension, okay, and back with his family after being gone for supposedly 20 years as a slave worker for the secret space program. This is his story. So he is saying that kids have been systematically being stolen and abducted by these aliens for partially for that usage, for slave labor. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what would happen because they, it's exactly, it's, we're talking technology. You want to talk about out of this world? I would spin your head with some of the stuff that I know about that's going on. And so it's, it's stuff that people, again, if you scratch the surface and you think that it's something that even if it looks crazy and seems too crazy to take, to take in, go a little bit deeper because you'll find that you've got, you've got Tesla, you know, you've got to start looking at what his whole story was about, you know? I believe he was assassinated, you know, so there's a whole lot of players in this game and, and it all comes down to um, a very, 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 very big and bold strategy uh, that's being, I believe, this, this underhand by the Illuminati, the New World Order. It's a whole world operation, okay? They're a whole world force, okay, doing this. And uh, that means that their, their cult is one big cult. It's not just one small cult faction over here. They have literally, literally, I believe, leadership within this elite cult. Uh, this, this they call it Kabul. They call it the Illuminati, and these are the people that, uh, uh, you know, I believe Podesta is a very small player in it. I believe he's gonna he's gonna get eliminated soon. I think he's gonna get either he's gonna disappear or he's gonna get eliminated because he's got too much information on those Clintons. That's a great point. That's a great question. Um, yeah, absolutely. The occult does play into it. But what you have to understand is if you look at Atlantis and you study Atlantis at all, you know anything about Atlantis. It's not just some make-believe stuff that you know belongs in Disney you know, animated films. It's it's real. It was a, it was a real civilization that, that, that existed at one time and it it was destroyed and uh, and supposedly there was a lot of what's going on now is all tied back to Atlantis. Uh, and so you have to, and what I'm getting, getting about that is, is, is guys like John D. I don't know if you know who he is, but uh, Francis Bacon, uh, he was, those two guys were very close friends and, and Bacon 
uh, is, is a very pivotal person uh, that you have to look at. He was a very, very uh, important person uh, to the queen. And so uh, these are these are things that, you know, what did John Dee do? Well, John Dee was, man, he was big time occult guy, big time into the ritual stuff, <clears throat> like how Aleister Crowley was. And so Aleister Crowley and him, he would be like a modern version of John Dee, in my opinion, is what Aleister Crowley was. Because he was, Dee was around a lot long, you know, earlier. And, uh, but Aleister Crowley was, was brought in to, I think, to kind of do the mop-up work and to get things ready for where they're at now. Um, him and, him and Anton LaVey, they were, they were both used to bring America into the full transition of the satanic agenda. Well, that's that's a part of the problem with this situation when you're investigating like this is that uh, and that's why nobody uh, it's very hard to get anybody to talk about it um, is that there's a lot of blackmail that goes on because a lot of these uh, even guys like Chester's age or even when he was younger in his 20s and whatnot um, Chris as well they they experience stuff and they're exposed to stuff and stuff that can be bad you know and can make them look bad and stuff and that'll be used by the people who are their handlers so that they can blackmail them so that they can keep them silent so that these people or not just them but other people in the industry from speaking out and so that's why we don't have an answer right now of who swordfish is um we have ideas but we don't know definitively who it is that's why obviously they set it up as a as in a with a different identity so they can protect themselves because you know this is uh this is the powder keg i mean swordfish people need to pay attention to this is not just some, you know, Sunday uh, afternoon cartoon. This is real. This is really happening. It's really going on, and it's only going to—it's only going to continue to get bigger. Now, I don't know fully what is in all of the swordfish file yet. I'm still investigating. I'm being told that there is a there is more than what I know. So until I find out everything that I can know about what's in swordfish, you know, I'm not going to stop trying to figure it out. You know. <laughs> I, it's a great question. I, I think that, I think that they give you nuggets of, of you know, and, and, you know, they'll, they do things to tell you, but they're not going to just straight out come out and tell you. I don't think they're ever going to, there will ever be that kind of a disclosure where, you know, hey guys, you know, they're here, they're with us and, and we're all going to be, you know, together now. Um, you know, they've been around, they've been around for a long time. These, we're talking pre, pre, pre-Adam, uh, you know, you know, uh, of Adam and Eve, you know, uh, so this, this is stuff that, um, these civilizations, um, uh, especially like, uh, the, uh, uh, Tuatha de Danang, do I say that right? That was supposedly, yes, that came out of, yes, and also, um, were believed to be linked to, to Atlantis. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. Well, no, but what you just exactly you just said. From my research, now listen, I'm not a witch, I'm not a warlock, I'm not a guy that that that, that uh, does any of these rituals. But when I when I am examining and looking at say dark spells and books uh, books that are very uh, one book that I've been after to look to learn about is the uh, Le Dragon Rouge, which is in the, the Vatican's library uh, apparently, and it's uh, just a a filthy book of, of demonic uh, spells, rituals, and spells that is supposedly supposed to. Now they they won't even show us literally a page of what's in it. So uh, that's that's a big concern, you know, that the Vatican has that. You know, it's like uh, this is supposed to be one of the most darkest, most demonic books that's around, and it means the Red Dragon, and the Red Dragon that's Satan, that's who the dragon is, and so. People, it, you know, when you look at this, people say, you know, you just make it sound so, it's like, it's, I know it sounds like, it, it's like, this just can't be real, you know, all this stuff. But um, in terms of this world of the occult, but there's a saying, like, as above, so below. Everything that you see going on here at, at the surface level, you have to understand can be going right below your feet. Same, same sort of civilizations and stuff underneath our feet. So, and this has been going on for a long time. Um... This is stuff that goes back to the Bigfoot mystery, um, which I believe he's a shapeshifter. Um, and I believe that that's something that we've got to look at here, which is a, a big part of the story. Um, what I have uncovered with the Zodiac, which I think is important to add to this because I, I fully believe it has everything to do with the pedal gate, the pizza gate, and all that stuff, is because it involves a guy named Michael Aquino. Michael Aquino used to be with the, uh, uh, he was, you know, Special Operations Green Beret uh, during Vietnam, and he was uh, part of a commando group that was sent out to do some pretty despicable missions of uh, what uh, really were false flags, things to, to, to make the enemy look bad, uh, a lot of killing of women and children, um, to sort of put blame on, on, on the other side and stuff and make it look really horrific and... Just all sorts of stuff that they were doing that um, was definitely crimes against humanity, from what I could see in terms of my research. And but he was uh, he was the guy who started what's called the Temple of Set. Okay, has also been referred to as the Church of Set. But this is a very important thing to learn about. It all ties to Egypt. It all ties to stargates and all that stuff. And that's what's so fascinating about it. Um, Set is a very important person in the biblical history as well. He was uh, known as Seth, with H at the end, but it could be pronounced with silent, so it would all be said Seth, okay? Uh, that was the uh, son of Adam and Eve, okay, that was brought in, um, and that that was basically, this. He's, he's the founder of really what is the Gnostic, Gnostic faith, you know, and uh, Gnosticism, and so that's where all of this stuff sort of uh, springs from, because uh, you've got to look at Tubal Cain, uh, Cain and Abel. After that happened, after the murder, that's when he—that's when he was born. Um, you have to just look at these these bloodlines, is what they are. They're satanic family bloodlines, and that's who founded America, um, basically, essentially. Um, that's 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 how you've got to look at it. Uh, those same very powerful families are the ones who are behind. All of the things that are going on in terms of all the, the strings being pulled and all the lies being told 
And it's, it's a very, very, very sinister agenda to pull off what I believe. Now, this is heavy, man. This is heavy. Uh, what I believe is going to be the coming of the second Holocaust. And it will happen It will in America. It will not be in Germany. It will be uh, in America. And it's going to be... If, it's, if you can't see, it's already starting to go on right now as it is with this covert. This is a very... These people are so brilliant. Okay, these you'll talk about strategists. I mean, I, I'm good at chess. Okay, but these people are the best at what they do. And what Michael Aquino did was, and you have to go back to Michael Aquino because he's what he was with Anton Lavey, the Church of Satan, and then he left and went and did his his temple set. Well, who's set? Set was an Egyptian god. Okay, who was um, basically able to shapeshift. And he is supposedly uh, the father of Sobek, who also was a shapeshifter and was in the form of a half crocodile, half man. And he was a very powerful, powerful God. Now, what they're doing to cover this up, this is my research and this is, I know what is going on. Because if you Google any of this stuff, they will tell you that, that the set of the biblical set and this set of, of the Egyptian, because that's who I believe that he was. I believe that he was a reincarnation of the biblical set, okay? And so that's what we're looking at here. Now, what does that mean? Who is Michael Aquino? Michael Aquino, besides Mr. Podesta, is the number two person of interest, in my opinion, in Pizzagate. Uh, I, say, I say Podesta. He should be number one, but I say Podesta because Podesta is so tied into these Clintons. That that's where this trail is taking us. He's a very pivotal, important person now, now that they've got Maxwell and, and Epstein's dead. So um, that's why I say that. Yes, exactly. He's, if you look at into Michael Kino's background, he was the one who, the whole satanic panic that broke out in the 80s in America with the uh, McMartin preschool case. Uh, at the same time, he was at Presidio, which again is Northern California, where the Zodiac murders took place. So he was stationed there right after Vietnam, his Vietnam tour of duty. I believe that he was the Zodiac killer. That's what my, my work has been uh, about and trying to figure that out as well. Okay. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it adds up. I mean, it's a lot of where. Where are these kids? You know, where did they go? Where, where, what happened with them? And so, when you've got um, very shady things going on, in my opinion, with um, child protective services (CPS) in in America, that's who handles all the uh, 
uh, foster care stuff um, and dealing with cases with kids that are that are uh, from abused homes or runaways or whatnot. Um, that they that they have a hand in this because somewhere at some point these kids are going missing in their care and under their watch. And so that's what people need to be asking is, well, why is that? Why, why, how can they be involved and, and for someone to literally go missing from them? And so um, a lot of people think that they're connected to these secret societies, these satanic cults. These kids are sold into the cults through these uh, foster programs. Yeah. Exactly. No, no. These are these are people that you know. Uh, these are people that are very. Um, they've got a lot. They've got a lot to lose and a lot to protect as far as their image, their squeaky clean images. You know, because they may have gone to Yale or they may have gone to some Ivy League college. But, um, a lot of these people are very powerful people. But again, it all relates to bloodline. Because bloodline, and that's why incest happens. Incest is a huge thing with these celebrities. Uh, I've talked about that before, about Angelina Jolie and her father. Um, and that situation there, which has been always a very dark and, and strange situation. Um, I, yeah, well, I actually had a friend of mine who dated Angelina Jolie uh, during high school. And we were friends in, in my early 20s, 20-some years back or whatnot now. Um, tell me he dated her and she was into uh, really strange behavior. Like she was into really uh, a lot of a lot of candles that she'd have uh, lit all over her her place, black drawn curtains, and she played with knives. And she accidentally stabbed him one time. This is what he told me. Okay, my friend Alex, and. Uh, and so I got early on, I started getting bits of, uh, you know, stuff that started to make me kind of wonder because I spoke to her on the phone. I told him, you said you didn't date her. This is before she became really famous, by the way. This isn't about uh, she'd done a meatloaf video. I want to say 92, 93, somewhere around there. She was just starting to get get her, her feet wet in the industry. She wasn't who she is now. But uh, I still didn't believe him. I, I, I was joking with him and whatnot. And I, and uh, one day I was in my apartment alone. He and I had shared an apartment in Venice, uh, California. Um, and she called and I spoke to her, to Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And so um, now there's another guy. This is important. A guy named Randall Turner. You can look him up on YouTube. It's one L, Randall with one L, Turner. He also goes by Randy Turner. He contacted me after the whole Chris Cornell thing's uh, investigation started. And we uh, uh, discussed th things uh, via email about, about the case. Um, and he told me some things uh, because he's, he's as well as an SRA survivor himself. So, And he had been with Angelina Jolie at one time. So he was trying, he was asking me, so who's your friend? Because I don't know that guy. And I said, well, he's real. Trust me. You know what I mean? I'm not making this story up. Alex 
His name is Alex Boxy. B-A-C-T-C-I. I have never seen him again. I've never been able to track him down. He doesn't have a Facebook page or anything like that. He's like, just disappeared off the face of the earth. But he was a friend of mine that I knew that um, from the Central Coast. My parents moved up there, and I went up there for a little bit. And I met him up there. I'm um, talking to Rogue, Rogue Randy, San Luis Obispo area. And he lived up there, and we met at a telemarketing place. And that's literally how we started getting to know each other. And I went back down to L.A. and was like, you want to come with me? Because he wanted to get start trying to get to Hollywood. He was like 22, 23. I was probably 24. And uh, this is when he started telling me all this stuff about Angelina Jolie and stuff, you know, and all this crazy stuff that she was into. And that's, so that's that for me, because I've been into heavy metal for a long time and dark music and Lovecraft and all that stuff. But once I heard from somebody who actually knew her that she was into that stuff, dude, it was gangbusters. It was like, Okay, something's going on here. And this is, we're talking, you know, I'm 23, 24, whatnot. This is a long time ago. I just turned 50. So I I have always thought that something strange was going on um, and and that there was some secrecy stuff going on. My uncle, uh, per se, I believe, I believe that my grandmother, I believe that my father were all members of the uh, Freemasons in form or another. There's the Eastern Star. The Eastern Star is is for the uh, the female counterpart Freemason, and uh, but men can still join it. But it's generally been historically uh, it's it's for females, and so um, she belonged to that. Uh, from my from my research and my uh, why I say that, first of all, I just have to say one person that was her very close friend, man by the name of Al Capone. So they were they were very close personal friends. Uh, she grew up. I, I was born in uh, Cook County, Illinois. And so she, they were in that ch Chicago and Cicero, um, those areas. Her her stepfather is a guy named O.J. Ellis, and I found a, a newspaper clipping during my research for a screenplay I wrote about the St. Valentine's Day massacre, an actual newspaper clipping of. OJ being taken out by the police after they uh, came to shut down their the subway it was called the subway which was a speakeasy and so this is during prohibition and uh, they were doing you know illegal gambling in there and whatnot they've got these slots uh, uh, you know they got these machines and whatnot coming out of there and they pull out all this money like I was a lot of money they brought out and then he was the last guy and he's the last guy they mentioned in the article and he's and that's OJ Parents dump a lot of things on you. I just was realizing, remembering some of that too. That'll be cool. I must get into that. <laughs> Little cliches they lay on you when you're a kid. Of course, there are a lot of words that mean different things and get tricked around on you. But parents always told you, look out, don't break your neck. Get down off there, you'll get down off there, you'll break your neck. <laughs> when you get off those stairs, you'll break your neck. You want to break your neck? Get out of here. Breaking your neck was one of the only injuries there was, along with putting someone's eye out. <laughs> put that stick, you'll put someone's eye out with that. Are you crazy? He's gonna break his neck, fall, and put someone's eye out with that stick. <laughs> the only two injuries there were, no one ever warned you about a fractured ulna or wrist, little thing. Nobody said, you'll cut, you'll scrape yourself. Never always broke your neck, put someone's eye out, it's a pneumonia. Never caught a, you'll catch a cold, catch a head cold, catch a rhinitis. No. <laughs> if you lost something, parents had a cliche, eventually you hear it. Well, it just didn't get up and walk away, did it?
Please, St. Anthony, help me find my keys. Please, St. Anthony, help me find my keys. Please, God, my keys. Help me for grace, those deepest in heaven. Please, help me for grace, those deepest in heaven. Please, God, help me. Please, St. Anthony, tell God I need my keys. Don't pick at it. That's another one. Don't pick at that, would you? In or out, in or out. Come on now. I suppose if Johnny Finnegan jumped off the Empire State Building, you would have to jump off the Empire State Building, right? Great one. <laughs> then words change value too, just ordinary words. Remember, the word trouble doesn't have as much emotion when you grow up. Trouble, he's in trouble, I'm in trouble. Remember, trouble? You're in trouble! I'm in trouble, man. Trouble. When you were in trouble, it was one of the few times you'd say, please, and really mean it. You don't say please anymore, expecting that it's going to change the results of anything. You just say please. But remember when you used to think it would help? Please. Oh, please. Please, sister, please, sister. Oh, no, please, man. Please, man. Please, man. Please, man. Please, man. That was one of the times you said it real hard, too. Oh, please, no, honest. Hey, no, I'll never do it again. Hey, no. Give me one more chance. I'll turn over a new leaf. Sending away was a, a magical phrase. What are you doing? I'm sending away. Sending away for something. You're going to send it back. You'd picture Battle Creek, Michigan in your mind. Say, this is for Master George Carlin. Get that in the mail right away. I always got screwed on things I sent away for. Not always. A lot of times I never got them. Right up through puberty, uh, including uh, when I went for Vacutex. Removes pimples through vacuum, you remember that? A little syringe-like thing, black and white plastic syringe, 259, was always advertised on the back of song magazines. Gets out blackheads with vacuum. <laughs> and you knew it worked because it had a drawing of a girl with dots on her face and then a drawing of the same girl without thoughts, man, so you know it was all right. Didn't work, though. Not for me. It didn't pull the blackheads out. All it did was make a little red ring around the blackheads. You know? It was good for one weekend, you know, and then people got tired of it. Get your rings and get out of here, will you?
some questions for you.